What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Not So Pro Football Talk. We're back at it with another video. Today, we're talking about Kayvon Thibodeau. <sighs> Unfortunate events happened. He did get injured. It was uh, uh, an MCL injury. But fortunately enough, it wasn't as bad or it wasn't bad enough that he will be gone the entire season. Okay, so there's a lot of controversy going on, whether it was a dirty hit, whether he was in the right, wrong, the defender was about the hit. And honestly, I want to break it down for everyone. I'm not an expert. I never played in the professional level, but I've done my research. I've, you know, played a little bit here and there. I I know what's coached. I, I know what's right, what's wrong. And, you know, I got some answers for you guys. Ooh. Okay. One, I want to start off by saying uh, the guy, uh, I think his name is Moss, right? Thaddeus Moss. Thaddeus Moss. Uh, and what is he, Vince? Is he a, a rookie? Is he an undrafted uh, free agent? He is a tight end. I do not know if he's a rookie. He's a tight end. And there's a reason why no one knows his name, okay? He's trying to make the team. So by trying to make the team, you do everything that you can. You do your job. And what he was doing on that play was exactly that. He was doing his job. In practice, you are taught to cut down men of that size, Kayvon Thibodeau, man, he was – he. some people said that he should have been a first overall draft pick, okay? He's a stud. He's a monster out there in the field. And then you had this guy, Moss, who was a, a smaller dude. What do you want him to do? You know, go one-on-one -on -one with the guy? He's going to get trampled over. You do what you have to do to allow the play to proceed. And by doing that, he had to cut him. Okay, that's what the move is called. It's cut a, a, a cut, chop block, whatever you want to call it, right? He did what he was taught to do and what they did in practice. Um, I do have a video here. I do want to bring up some tweets as well. A lot of people tweeted uh, on this hit, and uh, I just want to address some of these tweets here. So here we have Emmanuel Aiko. I can't stand this dude, first of all. Uh, but let's go to the let's go to the hit real quick. Let's play this. Y'all can see that he gets down low, and boom, he gets hit. There goes his MCL. It. It's unfortunate, okay? And what happened was, uh, I actually heard on this with uh, with AJ Hawk in the Pat McAfee show. I heard about this that he read a ghost uh, a ghost route, so mm -hmm. he yeah. fell for the the false handoff. He he fell yeah. for it. He yeah. kind of paused. He planted his right foot, and that's what caused him to get that MCL injury whenever he was chop blocked. And unfortunately enough, that, that's what happens. It's part of the game. Injuries are part of the game. That move is part of the game. That move is is performed at least 100 times during the game, during practice, during all of this kind of stuff. Okay, so stop showing hate to this guy. This guy did his job. He does not deserve a fine. He does not deserve suspension. You know, unfortunately enough, I'm pretty sure he did not mean to do that. OK, look, look at him after the play. He, he did not mean to do that. Guys, if you're saying this is a dirty hit, then either you have not played football or you're way too sensitive. <laughs> Plain and simple. That's just how it is. But I do want to go into these tweets here if you guys are ready, unless you guys want to say something before we get into them. No, I just want to I just want to reiterate that uh, it was his MCL. It was a. I believe a level one sprain. So he's only out for three or four weeks. So it's a quick turnaround for those of you saying that, oh, they could have ended his career. Uh, there's every single play where people can end their career. Uh, someone can get hit wrong. Someone can make a wrong cut. Boom, there goes an ACL. Boom, there goes your meniscus. You're out. So it could have been a non-contact play. 
contact play, injuries happen. That's the NFL. That's what they get paid to do. So other than that, yeah, let's go on to those tweets, man. Uh, real quick, um, I, from what I've researched about this uh, cut block, um, a lot of people do it. A lot of uh, NFL players, it's, it's, you, you'll see it basically in every single game. The only way that I've heard that it, it is illegal if, if you come from the behind the player. Right. Uh, so mm-hmm. like if you if a if Kayvon Thibodeau was like turning around, he's right rushing, uh, running after the running back, he's already passed him, and then somebody throws themselves into his legs behind him, then that's illegal hit. Yeah, he was unable to defend himself to prep himself, yep. but that wasn't the case here. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, let's get to some of these tweets here. Uh, first one we got Warren Sharp, blue check mark there on Twitter it says dirty AF, no sir. Emmanuel Echo, and if you guys do not know who this is, um, he's a guy that played in the league. Uh, for mm-hmm. some reference, someone like Pat McAfee has more tackles than Emmanuel Echo. So uh, yeah. use that as reference, okay? And he did not play uh, – he did play a defensive position, a lot of special teams, but, yeah, he, he wasn't on the field. Um, he says, this is ridiculous, dangerous, and cowardly. Straight cowardly prayers for K1 Thibodeau. Yes, prayers for K1 Thibodeau. But no, it wasn't cowardly. He was doing his job. And if you played football, you would know that. Um, so I don't know why he did that. There's a lot of uh, uh, controversy with that tweet. Here, I'm a little disappointed because I do like Rich Eisen. Mm-hmm. Huge fan of him. He said this should be a penalty, a hefty fine, and a suspension. Nothing less is acceptable. Rich. You're part of the game. You see this all the time. And yes, I get it. If this were to happen to someone who was an undrafted free agent, if this were to happen to someone who's been in the league for six years and never a starter, would this cause so much commotion? No. Would this be? No, it wouldn't have. So, Rich, come on, man. Don't don't throw that shade. Don't throw that shade. We still like you here. We we are still a pro-go Rich Eisen show. Uh, So we'll continue on here. Um. Oh, I guess that's it. Oh, no, actually, we have uh, Albert Breer. He says, on Bengals tight end, Moss cut block defensive end Thibodeau. It was completely clean, and these blocks are common with an ugly result. Should it be legal? The issues is shortening the strike zone for players. NFL's determined protecting the head, protecting knees. Yes, it is legal. Do we need to become illegal, an illegal hit? I don't know because this is a move performed a lot by running backs to protect the quarterback. So if they cannot use that move, what else can they do to stop a 300 plus pound man, pure muscle from bull rushing and going straight towards the quarterback? What can they do? You know, do you guys have any comments on this, this one here? I mean, if you can't hit him there, you can't hit him in the head. I mean, where, where are you supposed to hit him? Like they keep on short, like, making the area that you can hit like smaller and smaller and smaller until it's just going to become impossible. Um, I, I'm all for safety, obviously, um, like concussions and et cetera. We should be uh, be careful and make the game safer just so these players can have a longer career and not only that, have a life after football. Uh, that's very important. Um, but you can't ruin the game at the same time. Um, a lot of these players are would be against uh, getting rid of the cut block, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Except unless you're D end or T tackle, then you probably hate it. Oh yeah, they hate that. That's why they wear those knee braces, man. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I want to say is uh, all these knee injuries, ACLs, MCLs, meniscus tears, LCLs, whatever you want to say about any ligaments in your knee, they all happen 
when someone's leg is planted in the grass or the the turf. Uh, this happens a lot in soccer. This happens in rugby. This happens in football. Uh, it's not something that you can change unless you change the entire sport. Uh, so that's the thing here. This is why the NFL can't really do too much about this because, again, like Reed said, you shorten that strike zone. How are people going to get tackled? It's just going to become an offensive game. Defense is always going to be having penalties, and that's where teams lose money. They lose uh, the initiative to have fans to be excited about football and big hits because that's what football is. That's why they wear all this protective gear in the head, on the chest plates. They even have new knee pads that allow them to uh, have cushion. So when their knees do get hit, if the player chooses to wear them, uh, they're protected a little bit more. But again, this is the NFL, man. It's a professional league. People getting paid to do this, so they're at their own risk of injuring their bodies. Right, right. And like I said, I feel like people are making a, I don't want to say a bigger deal than what it is because it is a big deal because someone did get injured. Um, but just because of the name and where he got drafted, they would have done this with someone else. And I do want to comment, make a comment on what y'all said. Yeah, defensive players would vote against it or would vote for it, but some offensive players might as well uh, because you know, in high school, I played O-line. I was an O-lineman. Um, so back in high school, it probably doesn't happen at the professional level, but I got chopped many times whenever there was a, a, a blitz, a linebacker blitz. Uh, first thing they want to do is chop that lineman so that linebacker can come straight through. And I tell you what, it's not a fun feeling. And it's always scary, okay? But in practice, you are taught on how to get chopped. And I know it sounds ridiculous, but to prepare yourself to either avoid it or avoid injury. You are taught a way how to do that. And just a little, little bit of a story. Whenever I had to chop someone because I wasn't the, the biggest lineman out there, I, I, a part of me always felt bad, right? Because as soon as I heard the play, as soon as I knew what I had to do, I said, oh man, rest in peace, this guy's knees. Rest in peace. <laughs> they're they're going to go the opposite way. He's going to start yelling. I'm going to feel good. Because I'm in the hype. I'm in the hype of the moment, right? Like, I remember one game, uh, I even, you know, looked up and I said, hey, dude, just fall. I'm about to chop you. I'm going to break your knees, okay? <laughs> and he didn't listen. He wanted to bull rush, and I chopped the crap out of him. Did he get injured? No. Uh, so I'm, I was very, it was very fortunate of him not to get injured. But, you know, you're going full throttle. Because if you miss that chop block and you're on the ground and the guy's up still running to get that play, you're out of here yeah. for for so so that guy moss if he hesitated if he missed that chop if he felt bad for one second and Thibodeau gets that play one Thibodeau's already getting paid he's getting paid he got drafted high he's getting paid that guy moss will never see the light of the field again because one it shows that he's playing scared and two he's scared unconfident and unwilling to do what he needs to do to make the play happen yeah, man. Speaking on Dad Moss a little bit, he he went undrafted in the 2020 draft, uh, and he got injured himself last year. So for you guys that are saying, oh, poor guys who are getting injured, this guy got injured, and you guys are throwing shade at him because he's doing his job to try to make a roster this year. Uh, but yeah, I think it's his second year with the Bengals. Uh, last year, he got cut because he was injured. He wasn't able to play the entire year. And who's going to carry someone who's a third or fourth string tight end who's injured? Uh, so now it's his second year. He's trying to make it on the team. Uh, I, I hope he does because you can see that this guy really loves football and he's trying to do his job 
as safe and as uh, consistent as possible. So uh, kudos to this guy. Kudos to Thibodeau for having a good compliment after. He says, guys, I'm fine. It was a football play. I'm fine. Nothing's wrong. He walked out of the arena by himself of his own volition. Uh, He had a little bit of a limp, but of course, it was just a sprained MCL, and he's going to be back at least by week three of the regular season. Yeah, very nice. He's trying to make that spot, especially with CJ Uzama gone. Um, you can't blame him. We all do wish uh, Thibodeau a fast, a speedy recovery. We would all love to see him on the field. He was drafted pretty high. One of the top prospects coming out of college. Um, you know, huge upside for this guy. I'm looking forward to him. He has a great backstory as well. Um, but, you know, good enough for him, even though he will be missing those games. At the end of the day, these guys are not just playing for the love of the sport, but they're playing to get paid. And this man did get paid. Okay, so good for him, good for the team that he's not the whole season, and good for Moss. And hopefully the NFL does not cave in, come up with some rules next year, or fine Moss or suspend him. Hopefully that does not happen. Hopefully social media does not take its course and outrule everyone else like how it's been doing in the past. Um, but at the end of the day, that's football. This is why we love football. Just keep it football. Stop changing it. <laughs> and Thibodeau. We praying for you, man. Yeah. Yeah, recover fast. Thank yeah. you guys so much for watching the show. If you guys more like kind of news shows like this where we get into social media, see who's talking, see who's not, give us our opinion, let us know. Uh, hit that subscribe button, hit that like button. Until next time, keep grinding.